My name is Mark Fox, uh, Chairman of the Mangan Hidatsa and Rikara Nation. And we are here today in Mandaree, North Dakota. Actually, it wouldn't be North Dakota, it would be the uh, well, Fort Berthold Indian it, Reservation. It's the Fort Berthold Indian Reservation, but it is uh, located in Mandaree, North Dakota, and that's, uh, that's what's recognized as well. And uh, Mark Fox, what, what is it that you are officially the title of, of your um, leadership role here? Well, I'm the chairman. I'm the elected chairman of the Mandan, Hidatsa, and Rikara Nation. Uh, Fort Berthold is about a million acre reservation, uh, half of that held in trust uh, by the federal government. Um, I lead a council of about seven members, six uh, districts, uh, one representative from each district, and I'm elected at large, and that's my job. Talk to me about your relationship with the oil and gas community. Judging by what I witnessed today, it seems like you have a very good relationship. You know, you know, we have a, I just have to be candid about it. We have a very good relationship with a number of oil industry partners. But of course, you know, we live in the real world, which sometimes uh, you don't get those good partnerships with all of them. But nevertheless, today we're celebrating a very positive relationship with one of the primary uh, midstream companies on Fort Berthold, and that's... Uh, the Crestwood Company. One of the things that I've talked with um, Missouri River Resources CEO David Williams about is there's a unique time happening right now in the Native American community with connection with the oil to where the investments like we're seeing today with Crestwood with the two million dollar building here the head start it's mm -hmm. empowering Gener it's empowering the communities not just yes. lifting them it's empowering generations do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, absolutely absolutely you know it's you know, this whole thing with the, our choice, our choices of a nation to, to develop our energy resources, uh, you know, that doesn't, that, not uh, a given across Indian country. There, there are a number of tribes who don't endorse or who don't support uh, energy development of their own resources. Ours does. Our, our nation, uh, the, allot, the, the allotted uh, portions to individuals as well as uh, the tribe as a whole, we do support uh, development of oil and gas, one of our resources here. But it, it's really about, it's about uh, a benefit as well. So about 80% of our people are not significant beneficiaries of oil and gas, 80%. They don't get monthly royalty checks from an oil company, they don't have uh, mineral resources. So they rely on what the tribe does. And, and, and so if the tribe is, has taken the resources collectively on their behalf and we're managing it with jobs, economic opportunity, revenue, uh, we take those things and we build what I said, tangible benefits. When they see uh, infrastructure in the ground, they see programs, educational, medical, health insurance, all these different things. When, when those individuals in particular who don't stand to benefit directly from oil and gas, uh, realize that they, they benefit as a whole, uh, as a part of the whole, then it really it sells well uh, in, in the endorsement of our people. One of the things that caught my attention was on our programs, we talk about the energy investment in the communities. Um, that was mentioned today, but then there was the caveat that you didn't let the other energy companies off the hook that were not investing in their communities. We have a lot of uh, energy enthusiasts and executives that listen to these programs. What kind of message do you want to be left with for those who do not mm -hmm. invest in the communities? Because the, the, like what Crestwood is doing today is tremendous. You guys were very grateful for, for their investment, but you're not letting everyone else off the hook. Agreed. Uh, we, we can't. 
Uh, and that's the way business is done, not only in the United States, but around the world. You know, companies come in and they, they reap a, a, a benefit, right? Um, they reap a benefit by, by uh, interacting on development of a, of a resource. And so for our situation here, we've got, like I said, some, some companies like Crestwood, today we're celebrating millions of dollars investment into uh, something that doesn't necessarily mean a direct benefit back to how they operate, but in general shows their investment into the community, shows their investment into the, the public and into what goes on there. And so, but we have a number of companies who do not. And, and, and it's just been uh, so tough uh, working and coordinating with some of them to say, you know, if you want to be part of what we've got going on here, if you want to have a vision of long-term economic benefit, you need to interact and you need to do those types of things because that's what we're forced to do as tribal governments. As a tribal government, we have to take those revenues that we realize and benefit and we create that benefit. So without that in place, you know, it's really difficult. If it's just one side is doing it and the other is not, it's hard to build things. And, and these are multi-million dollar projects. So oftentimes you see the tribe having to phase things out, maybe one, two, and three-year phases because as much as there, people might think there's an endless supply of, of revenue here, uh, it, we've done well as far as revenue, but it, it's not what people sometimes imagine. So the, the resources are still limited, but we're trying to build that infrastructure. So the message today you heard, and you always hear me, uh, whether it's in Bismarck, North Dakota, or Washington, D.C., you know, put up or shut up. Or more, more likely, if you're just here to make a quick buck and to flip that, well, why don't you flip it today and, 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 and allow us uh, to work with somebody who's more willing to invest into the community, is more long-term thinking, and that's how we positively benefit. So on the flip side of that, we're here today celebrating a building dedication, a Head Start building dedication. The symbolism behind that's tremendous to start with the, yeah. the, the pre-K, the youth. Uh, talk to me about the investment that Crestwood has made in the community and how the community has responded. I think the, the community has responded really well. You see that today, and I think you're going to see uh, great appreciation continue to grow. As the children come here in August, you know, a uh, little later, later part of August, and all the families who may not be able to stand here today, they're going to be standing around, they're going to come in and say, wow, this is nice, my child is happy, they're learning things. You're going to see that, that, that support and that enthusiasm grow. And so, you know, uh, I don't want to ever take that for granted. Uh, what Crestwood has done here has really been significant, and, and I, I, I want to uh, uh, mention that, that it's no small thing. And uh, our nation, because we're also always struggling to do things and build things, when you get a company like Crestwood who comes in and says, we understand you've got so much to, to build, you have so many things that need to be fixed, so to speak, uh, things that need to be uh, developed, uh, when they come in and say, we're going to help you with that, it's tremendous. It's tremendous. So, Quite a few dignitaries showed up. This seems like a pretty big deal for a town of how big's Mandaree? Well, you know, right here by community members, there's less than 1,000 people here. I, I was going to say 300. But you know, sorry, I didn't. There, there's more. Okay. Uh, you, know, you know, I think but the population is between six and 700 people okay. if you outline, outline areas. It's spread out a little bit. Yeah. It's spread out a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, that it's less than 1,000. And so it's a small community, a tight-knit community. Uh, community, but at the same time, you know, it's one that's in the heart of the bucket. And I brought this up a year ago and a half a year ago, 
you know, what, what Mandaree is today is obviously changed from what it was 10 years ago, but where Mandaree will be 10 and 20 years from now is really significant. And we can't make the mistake of, of thinking that, well, maybe it grows, maybe it don't, we'll just go one day at a time. I believe that there's going to be continued growth, and if there's going to be continued growth, which I believe there is, and I think most do, then you got to put the supporting infrastructure in place as well. Education, fire protection, we're going to be building a brand new uh, fire hall and emergency response center as well. All these things that you see in bigger cities, we've got to put them in the ground and then expand out. Mm -hmm. But it, it doesn't do any sense to bring uh, a thousand more people in or thousands after this uh, with houses and what have you, but not have the infrastructure. We've got to have that first. Final thoughts here. I like to leave interviews so the guests can take it whatever direction they want, so it's not framed by me. So if you want to reiterate something or we left something out or kind of the floor is yours, sir. I appreciate that. I think the most significant thing here is, you know, when, when, when people, you know, listen to tribes and tribal nations talk about their plights and, and how they, you know, trying to uh, develop and, and trying to undo things that have been done uh, to tribal nations for the last hundred years and failed U.S. policy. We all know that most reservations suffer economically, socially, and 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 by medical, uh, you know, disproportionate effects on our our, our population. Uh, we suffer greatly on a reservation, and now you have this reservation taking its resources, valuable resources, and trying to build something and 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 address that. But what we have here today is uh, this Head Start, this preschool institution that we uh, have, have partnered with uh, an oil company on, uh, that's going to make all the difference. As I was saying outside, the big difference is with our children. You know, if you want to talk about changing a nation, a tribal nation, you want changing our economy, changing how we live, changing this social economic poverty that many tribes dwell in, you have to start with the young people. That's where it starts. As adults, we can we can we can you know mull our way through things at times, you know, and survive. But if you're really talking to make effective, long-term, positive change, it starts with the little ones, and that's what we're celebrating today. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate the time.